Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to the Kaijin Digital Insights webinar on Scale Your Comprehensive Genomic Profiling Workflow with Superior Automated Variant Interpretation. My name is Mary Ann. I'm the Global Campaign Manager here at QDI, and I'll be the host and moderator for today's webinar. So some housekeeping rules before we get started. During today's session, all attendees will be in listen-only mode to avoid any background noise during our presentation. In your webinar window, you'll see several different panels. There is a media player window that will be showing our presentation. Depending on the size of your screen, you may want to play around with the size of this panel. You can maximize it by using the icons in the top right corner, or you can also click and drag on the edges to change the size. On the left side of your screen, there is a section called Ask Question. If you have any question for a presenter or regarding our solutions in general, please let us know here. We will be addressing the questions during a Q&A at the end of the presentation. And if there are any questions we don't get to today, we will follow up with you by email after the presentation. Now I would like to take a minute to introduce our speaker for today, Dr. Uma Thiramurthy. Dr. Thiramurthy is the Associate Director of Global Product Management for Somatic Oncology at Kaijin Digital Insights. She has a PhD in Cancer Biology from the MD Anderson Cancer Center and a Master's in Molecular Biotechnology from Wayne State University. Thank you for joining us today, Uma. I will now hand it over to you. Thank you, Marianne, for, uh, for your introduction. And um, thank you all for joining us today. I'll be talking about how you can scale your comprehensive genomic profiling workflow with superior variant interpretation using QCI Interpret 1 for oncology. Legal disclaimer, QCI Interpret 1 is an evidence-based decision support software, and it is not intended to be used as a, a medical device or a diagnostic tool. Now, these are probably some of the common resources that one would use for variant classification and interpretation. Free or paid licensed databases, PubMed searches, um, limited clinical decision support tools, and even your own professional experience and expertise. But we are all aware that all of the above come with pitfalls such as time conception, lack of consistency, and variability. In addition to these reasons, clinical decision support and interpretation software tools have become ever so important and valuable now that next generation sequencing has become a common practice in the field of somatic oncology. And we are seeing bigger and better panels ranging from a comprehensive cancer panels to whole exome and whole genome sequencing. So with this, as the number of gene increases, the number of variants detected also increase exponentially, and the burden of variant classification and interpretation grows with it. With these large number of variants that you end up with, it becomes critical for your labs, for the lab directors and the variant scientists to efficiently prioritize and distinguish between clinically relevant variants and variants of unknown significance or VUSs. In order to do this, the lab requires access to a plethora of information that is constantly evolving and expanding, such as clinical guidelines, drug labels, and literature on clinical and preclinical studies, etc. So the lab really needs a streamlined and time-efficient process for consistent and reproducible variant interpretation that follows uh, clinical guidelines. Along with keeping up with the turnaround time, and more importantly, a workflow that is amenable for scaling up as needed. And one of the questions that lingers in uh, anyone who's involved in variant interpretation is, are we certain that we are not missing any critical biologically or clinically relevant variants uh, with our existing workflow or softwares? The other reason why the cl clinical decision support and interpretation is important is that Although the number of different treatment options available for the patient has grown dramatically over the past few years, 
only a small percent of the cases qualifies for an approved therapy based on a biomarker. Now, looking at 100,000 cases, Kyogen has reported in the last eight years or so, you can see from this graph that an FDA-approved drug is applicable only in 16% of the cases. And in 21% of the cases, there are no targeted therapies appropriate for a patient. However, under the peak of the curve here lie about 63% of the cases that could qualify for a clinical trial or an off-label treatment. This 63% of the cases are the ones with the most critical need for clinical interpretation just because identification of the variant itself is not sufficient to support a clinical decision. In order to make the right treatment decision, for the patients, the physician will need to know if there is any evidence that a specific variant is actionable, if it is likely to predict sensitivity or resistance to a therapy, and if so, what is the evidence to support the use of a therapy in that disease type, and also what clinical trials might be available for this patient. As I had alluded to previously, with the increasing panel size and the number of variants, this uh, variants that need such assessment, you are looking at a time sink. Now, this is where QCI Interpret 1 can help. Moreover, uh, not to ignore, there is also an emotional impact associated with increased complexity of variant interpretation. Genome Web released a survey of molecular pathologists in November of 2020, where they had surveyed individuals involved in NGS sequencing on how confident they are that the lab is making the right interpretation decisions. And you can see from the graph that over 45% of them rated themselves as seven out of 10 or less in terms of their confidence making um, the right interpretation decisions for their patients. This again, reiterates the importance of having an extremely competent clinical decision and interpretation system that enables you to make accurate and confident um, interpretations for your patients. Enter Kyogen Clinical Insights or QCI in short, Interpret for Oncology. Kyogen Clinical Insights Interpret for Oncology is a decision support software that combines automation and manual curation to deliver augmented molecular intelligence. So what that means is that the software assesses a large scientific knowledge base of manually curated information that is up-to-date and accurate and applies automation to help labs to quickly prioritize variants with confidence, classify them according to the ACMG and AMP guidelines, and hence interpret variants at scale. The software also he helps pre-select relevant variants, matches them with, with appropriate tr trials and treatment options. So you can interpret your variants confidently, reproducibly, and more importantly, in a time-efficient manner. Key to note here is QCI in Interpret for Oncology also provides report-ready oncologist-reviewed content in a matter of minutes so you can save time from writing your own interpretive comments. The users can generate reports from large panels in a matter of minutes by accessing these expert curated up-to-date information and content that, uh, along with an automated and standardized classification system based on the published ACMG and AMP guidelines. More importantly, the entire platform provides a full transparency to the evidence utilized in supporting the classification. And also there is flexibility for the users to revise classifications, um, edit content and design custom reports. So up to date, uh, QCI has over 3 million cases processed. So what powers QCI Interpret 1? QCI Interpret 1 is powered by the Kyogen knowledge base that contains a world-leading combination of genomic and clinical knowledge. Kyogen KV has been constantly growing for more than 20 years and continues to do so. It hosts information curated by our team of PhD scientists, engineers, and 
ontologists. At this point of time, the Kyogen KB has over 6 million variants and 9 million curated variant findings. The Kyogen KB utilizes both AI and NLP to help identify and prioritize literature for analysis by the scientists, who then read these papers, extract and curate the information from the text, figures, supplemental tables, et cetera, and use standardized curation protocols to store this data in a structured format within the knowledge base. The knowledge base also includes comprehensive information from drug labels, including the FDA, EMA, PMDA, et cetera, and also various clinical guidelines such as NCCN and um, ESMO. The knowledge base also incorporates data from over 25 public databases uh, like Cosmic, Nomad, et cetera. QCI Interpret One also provides access to expert interpretation service that is powered by NF1 to access decision-ready oncologist reviewed variant interpretive comments for confident decision-making um, and to help you build a comprehensive report. Comp expert interpretations are available for clinically and biologically relevant alterations and not for uh, variants of unknown significance or VUSs. The expert interpretation com uh, content has been assembled nearly over 15 years of manual curation by full-time and dedicated PhD scientists. QCI Interpret One provides report-ready content um, that has variant and disease-specific interaction summaries for all kinds of variants, such as SNVs, indels, fusions, um, TMBs, et cetera, and also for biomarkers such as microsatellite instability, tumor mutation burden, uh, loss of heterozygosity, um, et cetera. And all of these expert interpretation content or comments are accompanied by relevant references that the user can easily access with the click of a button. So I, till date, um, there, there are over 500,000 oncology cases that um, uh, expert interpretation uh, comments have served, and that encompasses 350,000 somatic variants and over 1,000 different cancer types. And the variant and the disease-specific clinical evidence encompasses therapeutic prognostic and um, a diagnostic information that is reviewed and approved by a team of practicing medical oncologists. Moreover, the expert interpretive comments also provide information on the significance of co-occurring mutations in the context of therapeutic prognostic or diagnostic um, significance. So how does QCI interpret one, fit into the overall process that begins with sequencing and ends with a, a patient report. So followed by sequencing, the output from either Kyogen's own secondary analysis platform, or for that matter, any other secondary analysis platform can be used as an input directly into uh, QCI Interpret 1. The user can upload their VCFs either via the user interface manually or through an API for automated and batch upload. So the process can be fully automated from VCF to report, or the users have the opportunity to intervene to review in the user interface at any point throughout the variant prioritization and classification process. You will have an option to use Kyogen's default report template or we can help you create your own customized report template. Another option is we can deliver the report via an XML that you can use to generate your own reports. So you have the, it's a, you have the flexibility to manipulate the system and use it uh, however you see fit. In the next, a few slides, I would like to walk you through the QCR interface as you would see when you are working through a case within um, QCI. So QCI Interpret 1 enables you to confidently interpret variants and ultimately create customizable reports within a matter of minutes 
in three simple steps. First, the system will automatically prioritize the variants in your VCF, compute the classifications according to the ACMG and AMP guidelines, and present you with pre-selected variants and associated drugs and clinical trials for reporting. Second, the user can review the variants and the underlying data and references as needed, and they can either confirm or modify the computer classifications um, or content as needed. And third and final step, you can generate a report that includes expert variant and disease-specific interpretive comments that are oncologists to save you time. Okay. Once you upload the samples into QCR Interpret 1, either via the UI or the API, all these samples or tests will be accessible through the testless page that you're looking at on the screen here. On this page, the user will be able to flag the test, add any comments to enable efficient communication between your team, um, and also they can see information on who is working on this case, how many days the case has been in the system. So right off the bat, starting with the testless page, QCI enables you to effectively manage the cases and, com and communicate within your group throughout this reporting process. So when you click on a case from the testless page, you would um, enter this page on QCI interface, um, which which is the variant list page. As you can see here, on the top left-hand corner of the screen, you will be able to see the user inputted disease phenotype. On this page, you can get a quick overview of the mutational profile um, of, the of the patient. And what you look, what you're looking at are the variants that have been pre-selected for you to report based on the filter settings. And when you click on the filter settings um, button here, you will be able to see uh, the filter uh, cascade and the variants and, and where the variants have been filtered and prioritized. In this case, you can clearly see that you started off with about 30,000 variants. And as the variants pass through the filter cascade, you um, are left with 166 variants, which is obviously a much handleable a number of variants than 30,000 variants. And each row here represents an alterations and uh, the alteration are color-coded with different colors used to represent the QCI computed pathogenicity for an alteration um, to enable easy visualization. For example, here, pathogenic variants are in red. Likely pathogenic variants are in the right light pink um, color here and gray represents variants of unknown significance. Also, each variant tile in itself contains a wealth of information like uh, on the left-hand top right uh, top corner, you can see uh, 1A, which is the actionability classification uh, for this variant. The letter E indicates that the uh, functional interpretation is available from N of one. In other terms, there is an expert interpretive comments available for this um, variant. And for users with a QCI interpret one license, expert interpretation um, for this variant can be retrieved with just with the click of a button. Moreover, CT indicates that this alteration or the gene has relevant clinical trials available for a patient's cancer type. R indicates the alteration may confer resistance to an approved therapy. And S indicates that the, this alteration may confer sensitivity to an approved therapy. P indicates that this alteration has some prognostic um, significance. And if you can see here, there's an I in an yellow box that tells you that um, this alteration has conflicting pathogenicity um, evidence. That is, at least one pathogenic and uh, one benign criterion has been applied uh, in the computer classification. On the right-hand side of the screen, by clicking on the View Settings tab, you can either restrict or expand 
and the variants that fall into these uh, different classes. For example, if you select the variants that have been previously interpreted by our expert team by checking on the expert end of one button, you will be able to see only um, those variants. Or on the other hand, you want to first take a look at the tier one uh, variants, you can just check this box and um, uncheck all the other boxes um, to view such um, variants. Um, and I'll, I want to draw your attention to the triage mode. So turning this triage mode on allows the user to set pathogenicity, actionability, and reportability assessments in addition to adding assessment notes right on this page. This is intended to help high volume laboratories to quickly go through this variance on this uh, page without having the need to go into the variant details page, which has much more um, details on the variant um, if needed. And I also want to point out at this stage, what you're seeing are the computed classifications, but you have the full freedom to change any of these classifications as you see fit. So moving into the variant details page uh, helps you get deeper insights into various evidences available for a variant. On this page, all the information that contributes to the computer actionability and pathogenicity is provided in a clear and easy to access transparent manner. So if you look under the assessment, for, um, you have sections for actionability classifications and also for uh, pathogenicity classification. And you can see the evidence that contributed to making these um, uh, classification calls. And um, actionability is computed according to the AMP ASCO CAP uh, guidelines. Um, and in the example that I'm showing on the screen, you can see that there are two um, references that tells you that this variant is associated with resistance to an approved drug, thus leading to its 1A classification. And if I click on the number in the evidence column, leads you to the bibliography section that has uh, the references listed. In this case, you, there are two references that shows this variant is associated with resistance and you can, uh, and these information is coming from the drug labels as you see here. And you also have NLP content that populates um, uh, relevant to the content in the drug label. You also have um, access to other references beyond the drug labels and the guidelines that you can access by clicking on the uh, clicking on any of the links there. A similar um, analysis um, and evidence is also available for pathogenicity classification here, um, and you can see the strength of the uh, uh, classification and also the associated evidence. And as I mentioned before, you can click on these links to uh, get to those relevant references. So as I had mentioned before, the combination of information in, in the Kyogen knowledge base and expert inter assessment from NF1 enables the user to really confidently distinguish between variants of unknown significance and from clinically relevant variants. In the variant details page, if you click on this eye icon, uh, besides the functional um, impact, in this case, it's a, it's a gain. Or if you go to the reported functional impact section it, within the variance details page, what you can view is, a, is an expert uh, summary on this uh, variant that uh, describes the functional significance of the uh, variant. And this is written by PhD level of scientists, so it gives you a confidence in um, the functional assessment of a variant. Also, for small nucleotide variants and splice variants, we there are also multiple computational um, tools uh, that are used uh, to predict um, changes in function. Also on the variant details page uh, for a specific variant, in this case, we are still looking at a KRAS G13 
um, T variant, you will have access to treatment information. Uh, if there are any treatments that are pre-selected for you, so that'll be available. You won't see a red line across this node. Um, in this case, none of these treatments are pre-selected, but the user will be able to select this drug. Let's say if they want to report it, they will be able to um, do so. And also every row in this treatment table corresponds to a drug. You can see the type of response of this particular gene and variant to this drug, the level of evidence, the specificity, if it is, if there is information regarding the exact variant or if there is information just at the gene level or if there is information um, for a related variant, you can see such information under the specificity column. Um, you have the indication and you also have the references. If these are FDA or um, NCCN approved drugs, um, that, that is what you will see here. And you can also filter the, uh, the drugs belonging to any of these different categories. So similarly, for the trials, the system will give you a list of pre-selected um, trials if, uh, if, if applicable, but if, if that's not the case, the user has the ability to select the, the drugs, uh, the clinical trials for the drugs that they, um, uh, that they think it's relevant. Okay, now the last step of this process is the report generation step. This allows you to generate a comprehensive report within a matter of minutes, but without you having to spend the time to write the interpretive uh, comments. So all the variants that will be reported out on the report appears in the review and report page. So if you have, uh, in the example that I'm showing here, I just have human mutation burden, microsatellite instability low. If, if there are other um, variants that would appear in the review and report page, and what these arrows tell you is that these are the, these variants are eligible to receive expert interpretive um, uh, comments. And in order to retrieve such expert inter, uh, interpretive comments, you just have to click this button that says submit for expert interpretation, uh, which will retrieve the, the comments, uh, expert interpretation comments um, and uh, load it onto QCI. So to give you an idea of what the expert interpretive comments looks like for a variant, in this case, KRAS um, G13D, it, it is quite comprehensive and it, all the information that is contained within these comments are appropriately referenced and you can, the, and the reference are hyperlinked and you can click on them to go to PubMed to read further. So basically it, there is a clinical relevance section that talks about the role of gene in, in your uh, diagnosis of interest. There's a disease summary, molecular function that tells you if the variant is activating or inactivating, incidence, what frequency, at what frequency are uh, mutations in this gene um, seen, and in particular, what, in, uh, what um, frequency this exact mutation is seen in the disease of interest, and the role of the, um, the gene in the disease, diagnostic and prognostic significance where applicable, drug sensitivity and resistance and approved drugs if there are any relevant for the variant and also followed by clinical studies um, at, at different phases of the study. Again, so it, it saves you time from having to write this up on your own. Um, and also it gives you confidence because this is totally editable. You can um, leave out sections that you think are not relevant or you don't want it to be on your report. Um, and you can verify uh, the references by clicking on these PubMed IDs. So the end result from QCI uh, Interpret 1 is a fully customizable re report with relevant variant information, including AMP uh, pathogenicity, uh, path ACMG pathogenicity and AMP actionability, relevant drugs, clinical trials, 
prognostic or diagnostic information and the interpretive comments. So what you're looking at here is the front page of the report. As you can see, there are P's that are approved in the patient's indication are displayed in the approved treatment column, while off-label therapies are um, under the other findings column. Additionally, you can also see a summary of the clinical trials available uh, for a variant. Of note here is that biomarkers can also be added to a report such as TMB, MSI, or uh, homologous recombination deficiency, or HRD. And within the body of the report, you have descriptions of the drugs that are um, uh, that appear on the table here. As you can see, this is what a description of uh, pembrolizumab uh, looks like, and you, I'm sure you can appreciate the extent um, and the richness of the um, information provided. Again, if you don't want all of this information to appear on your reports, you can totally um, edit them as um, as needed. But and also. It tells you that this drug, pembrolizumab, is actually um, FDA approved or um, tier 1A um, for high tumors with high tumor mu mutation burden and microsatellite um, instable high tumors. Moreover, in the report, you have relevant um, clinical trials listed according to the phases. So it starts with the ex expanded access clinical trials that might be relevant, followed by phase three, phase two, um, and then phase one. And all of the clinical trials are listed with the appropriate NCT ID. Again, these are hyperlinked, and you can click on them to go um, to the clinicaltrials.gov ID um, to. Um, gather further information as needed. Okay, beyond QCI Interpret 1 helping you to generate report from a VCF file in a matter of few minutes, QCI Interpret 1 also has several features that enable seamless communication between multiple people working in a group or sometimes working on a same case and it helps save time and avoid confusions. So when a, when a variant scientist who has worked on a case within QCI, um, so they have the ability to assign a case to a particular lab director or the pathologist who will be signing out the case. So this way, um, there is no confusion uh, that multiple users might be on the same um, case and there is a line of communication. And in the variant um, list page that had um, shown um, initially, there is this option to add a verification notes. So what that means is, let's say you have a fusion and the fusion is pending confirmation by, um, by fish or whatever it is. So the user will be able to click on that verification um, note tag and add a note uh, saying that, okay, confirmation has started. Please don't sign out the case before we have the confirmatory um, results. So this allows again enhanced communication between the different um, uh, between peers within your group. And once uh, you add that verification tag, it pops up on the variant as a uh, as a V. So this tells the it, it tells any other subsequent user who's on the case that you know there is a um, tag on this, and they can click on this to um, see. Uh, the information, relevant information. W within QCI, the users also have the ability to attach ancillary documents such as quality control um, reports. Um, it can be path reports or you know fish analysis reports. So they can do so while they are uploading a, a VCF either through the user interface or the UI and uh, through the API. So this makes it so much convenient 
for if anyone wants to uh, access these um, ancillary documents while they are working on a case so that they don't have to go click on an external uh, folder uh, where these do uh, uh, documents live. And also we have this feature where you can mark a variant not reportable just in that test. This happens, you know, this happens in case of uh, variants that you know are actionable because of some assay-related issues. Um, you're not um, confident if that variant is a true call or not. So you have this capability to make that variant not be reportable just in that um, test. And this will not affect how the variant will be reported out in subsequent tests. So the, the screen show, gives you a glimpse of all the different improvements that has um, accumulated in QCI over time. And the QCI team is constantly working on adding new enhancements and features. On these lines, in the upcoming release, we have several um, new features to uh, highlight a few here are uh, the report revisioning feature where the user will be able to make revised reports after the initial uh, case has been signed out. This happens a lot when there is like uh, typos in the patient's name or you have, you're waiting for um, tests that come up, um, which you receive after the initial case has been signed out. Um, etc. So this report provisioning feature comes in um, handy to uh, in those situations. And also with the upcoming release, main select um, transcripts will be the default transcripts in um, uh, QCI. Adapting to main select transcripts is starting to become a standard in the field. And also we have several new conference filter enhancements that enables you to set thresholds for copy number changes and fusions. And this comes in very um, handy and useful when you're looking at a large panel um, and you have tons and tons of copy number alterations and fusions and you wanna filter them based on a, a particular cutoff. Before I conclude, I wanna give a few pieces of um, comments or feedback uh, from current certain um, current users of QCI Interpret One. So one of the uh, uh, institutions or labs were testing uh, QCI Interpret One, and what they did was they compared the amount of time it took the analysts to process cases from a 523 gene panel um, using uh, QCI compared to their current methodology. And what they found was utilizing QCI for their interpret, uh, interpretation um, and report generation process actually reduced their analysis time by over 85%. So this uh, brought the time down from six and a half hours, which is what it took them using their previous methods to just about an hour when they use QCI interpret one. So this is this speaks for how QCI Interpret One can help you save time, resources, and honestly, all the hassle that comes with varying uh, interpretation. So we compared the variant prioritization um, that QCI uh, uh, provides to other. Um, platforms uh, that are uh, used in different eight different laboratories. So the, what they found in this study is that when eight, um, eight independent laboratories submitted VCF uh, files for analysis using QCI and other independent methods, um, there were discrepancies um, that actually came from disagreements between um, the humans rather than disagreements between um, the system. And there were 28% of the variant classification uh, uh, deferred between 
um, the reviewers or the uh, variant um, scientists, while the classification presented by QCI's augmented molecular intelligence was in agreement with the expert panel in about 91% of the cases. So this tells you that uh, the classification, the computer classification and um, assessments that QCI um, provides is in line with what is acceptable in the uh, field or what is currently uh, being used in the field. This is heart of the press and the first of its kind. The Danish Genome um, Center has chosen QCI interpret one for their variant interpret interpretation needs at a national level. So Denmark is one of the first countries in the world to implement whole genome sequencing as a standard of care for oncology at a national level. And some of the challenges that they uh, uh, faced were local uh, data residency requirement, um, scalability to handle over 60,000 cases uh, by 2024, um, interpretation, consistency in inter interpretation that requires skills and um, um, resources, and also the need to centralize and standardize results for research and um, other uh, population insights. So what Kyogen um, provided was a dedicated uh, data center in, um, in Denmark. Access to QCI Interpret 1 via a secured connection, configured report settings for their uh, specific testing needs, and also constant local support and also services from the Kyogen bioinformatics team. So to conclude, what can you expect with Kyogen as your partner for oncology solutions from FASTQ th through interpretation uh, to report? QCR Interpret One, as I'd shown you, provides you an agnostic platform uh, compatible with any secondary analysis pipelines and helps you identify targetable alterations from any panels, including but not limited to Chiaseq uh, pan-cancer panels, DSO-500, whole exome, um, et cetera. And all the, the content pro are provided by PhD level um, experts who work with highly trained um, and uh, organized um, SOPs. And Kyogen knowledge base is one of the fastest growing um, a knowledge base. Um, as I'd shown you uh, before, we have over um, 6 million uh, variants as of uh, date. And Kyogen can help you at every stage of your workflow to configure your tests, customize your reports according to both uh, you and your user um, requirements. Also to point out here, there is a high degree of transparency and easy access to all the evidence that, um, will, that makes our bioinformatics solutions trustworthy and help you confidently deliver the results that you need. So what are you waiting for? If you wanna try QCI Interpret One or QCI uh, Precision Insights, which is an expert interpretation service, Schedule a complimentary and personalized demonstration. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Uma, for that interesting presentation. Uh, we'll now have time to take some questions from the audience. So the first question that we have is, uh, you mentioned the update frequency of the knowledge base. Um, how frequently is that updated? So the Kaizen knowledge base is updated bi-weekly. So this makes sure that we are um, in a concert with the updated information that um, comes up. Okay, thank you. Uh, the next question that we have is, how are the oncologists involved in the process validating the clinical evidence in the interpretation summaries? Yes, so the oncology con uh, uh, consultants, they review all the clinical uh, uh, content in the expert um, interpretation. 
Um, so you're looking at clinical relevance, role in disease, information from the uh, clinical guidelines, drug sensitivity and drug resistance information. So all of uh, the information under these categories are uh, reviewed by our oncologists. Okay, thank you. Okay, the next question that we have is, what kind of variants can QCI interpret one process and interpret and what data files can be uploaded? Yes, that's a great question. QCI interpret one can interpret a lot of variant types such as SNVs, CNVs, indels, fusions, and also biomarkers such as tumor mutation burden, microsatellite instability, and homologous recombination repair. Um, with regards to the file type, you can upload VCFs. Uh, um, and if you're using TSO 500, uh, the CSV and the TSV files must be included along with your VCF. Um, and also, when I showed you the um, ancillary uh, doc uh, documents that might be related to a test, you will be upload those supporting documents, such as IHC images, et cetera, in the form of either JPEGs or PDFs. Okay, great. The next question we have from the audience is, how long does it take for the interpretation service to provide me with their comments? That's always the question, right? We all want the information sooner. Um, yeah, so it can take anywhere between a few minutes to um, two to three days. It just depends on the number of variants that uh, are in that case. Okay. Um, next question is, what type of tumor samples can the software process? So the tumor, QCI um, interpret one can process both solid um, and hematological tumors. So basically everything. Um... Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, next up is do you retain a history of the variant classification and are you able to search for variants that we have previously reported on? That's a great question. And yes, we do. So you, uh, you can search for a variant in uh, what we call the variant directory. So when you do that, that will give you a list of this test. The variant has been um, reported out in uh, previously. And also it will give, give you information on how it was assessed previously. Yeah, it, 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 uh, there is a statement of record for the variants, yes. Okay, great. That's good to know. Okay. Um, the next question that we have is, is it possible to configure the final report? Absolutely. In fact, all of our customers have some sort of a customization on their reports. Yes, we can customize your um, report. Okay. Um, and then also talking about the final output, can you integrate the results into a local LIMS system? Yes, you will be able to um, integrate um, QCI and um, your internal limb system, yes. Okay. Okay, so um, we have time for a couple more questions. Mm -hmm. So next question we have is, can I issue an amended or corrected report after the report has been finalized? Yes, and as I had, uh, uh, alluded to this in one of the slides, yes, we will have this capability with our upcoming um, release, where if any corrections need to be made, um, you will be able to um, issue revised reports. Okay, thanks. And that release is coming in August, is that correct? That is right. Okay, great. Okay, so we have time for one more question. Uh, mm -hmm. So the last one we have for now is, can you select clinical trials based on the patient's location and where do the trials come from? Yeah, that's another great question. Yes, you can select um, the clinical trials based on your patient's location. So what you need to do is when um, you create a test, you, you will need to enter your uh, physician location. Um, and based on that um, location, the filter is applied to match cl relevant clinical trials to that geographical area. 
Um, and uh, to point out, um, the matched clinical trials will be restricted uh, within a 500 mile radius, but you will be able to adjust that radius in increments of 100 up to 500 uh, miles. And the clinical trials are curated from the clinicaltrials.gov uh, website. So this brings us to the end of our time. Um, I want to thank everyone who submitted questions. If you submitted a question that we didn't get to um, or have time to answer today, we will follow up with you by email. So I would like to thank our audience for joining us today and also our speaker, Dr. Uma Theramurthy, for giving us this presentation. Again, this webinar was on Scale Your Comprehensive Genomic Profiling Workflow with Superior Automated Variant Interpretation. So thank you again for joining us, and we hope to see you all in another webinar soon.